0: to two fond tales. It's been a while. Um, and boy, have I had lots of tales to tell and I have uh, neglected this idea that I was having about telling them. <laughs> I was living, I was living my tales. Um, it's been quite a whirlwind of a year with, um, as you know, with COVID and with all the things that came with that and with um, the protests and just, it's, as we all know, um, it's been insane. And during that time, I have managed to continue on the journey of looking for a partner. Uh, who knows why, um, it's almost like a, a, a compulsion, it seems, um, in myself, and has been since I was very young. Um, and I won't get too much into detail, but, um, fell in love with a friend of mine um, back in January of this year, and I uh, pursued him not really extremely, uh, wasn't like super aggressive about it, um, not the type to be super aggressive, but I was as aggressive as... I get, which is, you know, which some of the things uh, he's telling me now that I said I'm pretty surprised about, but um, I now, uh, and this is however many months later, so that's from our last interaction of uh, with regards to my affection for him, um, it's probably been since since January February perhaps Um, and so uh, it's been four months right April, May, March April, May, June, July, August so it's been like five months and he has come around and he is in love with me I'm in love with him It is. it has been a whirlwind another whirlwind in the midst of all of this Um, and he is yeah it's 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 insane so I guess what prompted me to begin this tale is I I think it's really interesting that uh, well I personally had I believe have quite a few intimacy issues and I'm, those things are already starting to come up for me, um, in the beginning of this relationship that are difficult and I was thinking to myself, well yeah, there's, there's a lot of glee and, um, excitement about being in a new world. the other stuff um, there's also like the death of a former self, there's the death of a life that you had before and the death of um, not independence but a certain kind of independence um, and there's, there can be sadness around that and it's like when this new thing think joy and, and sadness go in, go hand in hand, and it's really interesting because that's a subject that was touched on in the movie In and Out, in sorry Inside Out, not In and Out. That's the movie with Kevin Klein. Um, it was touched on in that movie, and I thought it was so um, I thought it was so profound. For uh, I believe that was a Pixar film, or maybe it was a it wasn't Pixar. It was um, competitor, but. For them to touch on how joy and sadness really have to be to work together and they are they can come together hand in hand and it's okay to feel one with the other and I think for example with childbirth a lot of women feel so much shame because they're not supposed to feel any sadness when their new child is born postpartum depression is, it's so shameful, it's so frowned upon, and shameful, and, no, it's like, I can totally understand why women feel sad after their child is born, it's like, um, yes, this new being is born, but that means the death of, of a life that you don't have anymore, and that's okay, like, I mean, yeah, it's beautiful and wonderful, but it's like, let people have the feel- all the feelings. And, um, so I guess I'm just trying to say that I'm trying to allow myself to, um, to feel accepted in the complex feelings that I'm having with regards to this new relationship. And that it's not that it means I don't want it, because I really do, and I'm really happy in it. But I'm also really, I'm sad. I'm also sad that, um, that my single life is suddenly gone. And not because I don't, not because I want to date people. God, I do not want to date people anymore. Um, but because, um, It's me by myself. It's me totally autonomous and free and I don't need to answer to anybody and I don't need to be accountable to anyone but myself and not that I'm very good at that but um yeah, I mean I think it's just I'm navigating this new plane of emotions, because I have never been with someone that I clipped with in all the right levels to where I could truly be intimate, so I've re- never really been allowed the uh, opportunity to work on this stuff, um, because it was always a battle for, it was always a battle going on in my former relationship, um, a battle for believing in it. believe. Do you believe in us? Do you believe in us? Do you believe in us? Why don't you believe in us? There was so much of that going on that there was no room for like okay, let me just work on my, you know, work on this stuff that comes up when you actually do believe in us, and you actually do love me, and you actually do trust and we trust together and we are in this together, then what happens? Then what kind of shit? then that's when the real stuff comes up. Um... And I don't know, for you for you guys out there who uh, were raised in very dysfunctional families, um, it can be treacherous when you are navigating the world of intimate relationships with people. It brings up a lot of stuff. Uh, for me, it brings up a lot of shame, a lot of anger, a lot of um, not feeling like I have the right to for what I need. That's a big one for me.. Whew. Um, focusing more on the other person and resenting them for for my focusing on them when they didn't even ask for that. <laughs> um, and these are all patterns that like we'd like to think we're in our control. Um, and then as soon as that loved one gets in there and it's like, All bets are off. You never know what's around the next corner. Um, And, yeah, I think, uh, man, this one really threw me for a loop with his readiness to, to love me and to show me love and to finally just, I don't know what happened, it was like, I swear to God, it was was like Cupid finally got us at the same time. Man, um, and that's the scary thing too, is it really did feel like a fairy tale kind of dream, dream kind of thing. Um, And it still does but then there's moments where i think oh shit am i gonna wake up from this what's gonna happen when i wake up and am i am am, can i just do it on my own can i just like be like see through the three see through the roses and i think it's important to see through the roses now and then because people are people you know and um But there's a certain period, and I've heard this said before, that you have to have the initial falling in love period because when you wake up, (laughs) sounds so cynical, uh, you can't wake up out of the dream too soon. It's like like waking up in the middle of surgery, you know? You don't wanna wake up before they're done closing you up because you're gonna be like, ah, oh my God, what are you, what? This is so painful. Um. this is gonna be so painful, and, um, so, yeah, don't wanna wake up before it's over, before that falling in love period's over, because, you know, then no one would ever stay together, no one would ever procreate, it would just be a goddamn mess, so you gotta, you gotta have your glasses on for that period, and I think that's what I'm afraid of, I'm afraid, um, uh, I'm just, I have the ability to just take off the glasses and be like, eh, no, I don't know, and, um, and it's not that I've purposely done that before, I never have, it's always happened without my consent, uh, I thought I fell in love in April, with somebody, or it was March, yeah, it was March, no, it was March, no, February, yeah, because it was before COVID, and it was any inkling of COVID, um, and man, I thought I was going to get married, this guy was, like, so um, over the moon, now I kind of figure out what it was, um, you know, I'm easy, uh, I think maybe a lot of women are, I don't know, maybe they are, because there aren't many men out there who will just put their cards on the table and be like, look, this is, this is it, like, I want to have kids, I, I'm open to having children, I have a child, uh, she's such and such age, I just want to be with you, like, I want to, you know, like, just being like, totally honest, and um, I think that just, whew, that in and of itself just bowled me over with joy and gratitude, and I was like over the moon, like, wow, this man is amazing, um, and swept me off my feet for two seconds, and, and then I came back around, and it was like, I suddenly woke up, and I was like, holy, he even asked me to move to Mexico with him, I was all about it, this is crazy. Um, then a couple days later, after that discussion about the Mexico thing and everything, I woke up, and I was just grossed out. Not, okay, sorry, grossed out, sort of, not grossed out. Yeah, I won't take it back. It's not grossed out necessarily by them, but, but grossed out by the quickness of, like, ooh, this is this is icky, this is not right, this is wrong for me, this is too much, too soon, too fast, and it feels like I'm being invaded by foreign invaders, and it was like a 180, and I tried to explain, I was like, look, this is, how I feel, whatever, I'm just feeling weird, I didn't fully explain it, but I was like, this is happening really fast, you know. Excuse me, this happened really fast, and I need to slow down, right? And then the next day, that person called or texted me and said, Can't do it, I'm gonna get hurt too bad, I don't want to do this. And it was like shocking. They had just cut it off, but it was also such a huge relief because I didn't have to do it. And, yeah, that was that. Then it happened again uh, with an online thing. Fell in love on the phone with this person, just totally enamored. Uh, we we talked for, I think, like five, six hours once on, the, on FaceTime. Um, more than once. Just talking about everything under the sun, laughing. Met him, not attracted. Met him again, sort of attracted, but really wanting for myself to be attracted because I, I had connected with him on so many levels. I just I was like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I be attracted to this person? Just wasn't, I'm, I was fighting it and fighting it and I just wasn't. I should have just admitted that to myself next thing, next time we meet, not, not so much, next time we meet, a little more, and it was just this back and forth, and poor guy, tortured him, tortured him to no end, Um, and, yeah, so, I had pretty much, oh, and then there was also, from before life before a different life anyway great experiences but not you know it wasn't it wasn't the thing and it's interesting to me that all this time i've been thinking your instincts, you can't trust your instincts. You're all wonky, you're emotionally fucked up. You can't, you're dad with intimacy. You are, there's something wrong with you. You don't know how to connect with, with men. You, you're attracted to guys that are unavailable. Um, all of these things, that I've been telling myself, and <sighs> it's just not true. Some of it's true. There, I, I do believe, I do have. But I believe I'm capable of working through them with the right person, and it's just interesting to me that that person happens to be one of the only people I have had an instant attraction to, and an instant affection for, and have had for years, and just the timing. So it, it's really exciting to think about the fact that, you know, even if you have had a traumatic life, I, I do believe our instincts about people can be really, really spot on, and that we should trust ourselves more. I mean, I met a guy recently that, um, sorry, well, back in January I met them and my instant judgment about him was one thing, it was like kind of negative, like he was, um, you know, a machismo kind of guy and I found out that was wrong that I was, that I had misjudged him, that he was, um, really kind, intelligent, and uh, just, like, sensitive guy, but I do think there's still a there is a bit of that in there, and I instantly read it, and it's that thing that is the reason why I never wanted to hang out with him, and, and why I still don't. Really want to spend time in the arena because I can sense that I can sense that ego. And anyway, I just think it's interesting because, like, you can you second guess it and you go you go back. Oh yeah, well it's well it's more complex. It's more people are people are complex. People are just a smattering of things, like many colors. And, but whatever you respond to, that's you. That's that's. Tip out somebody, and it just kind of rubs you the wrong way, or for whatever reason you you can't explain it. You can't explain it. You know, life's too short to hammer away at things that you know aren't fitting. (laughs) You know, move on. Put the square peg in the square hole. Like, don't try and fit yourself into Places you don't fit, don't try and fit other people into places in, because you will meet those people. Just like it's like butter, it just like melts in your mouth and it's just perfect and delicious, and and you don't need to struggle so much. That doesn't mean there's no struggle, believe me. There's no way, but there are people you will struggle more with, and there are people you'll struggle less with. I'm not saying you should. I think you should completely avoid people that you struggle with, because often those people are our biggest teachers. And I, I, yeah. But I guess what I'm talking about is particularly in romantic relationships. And I've I've been guilty of keeping men around for my for uh, attention because I I need it on some level. in that way, which is the way that everyone needs as a child. They need their parent to be emotionally available and, uh, you know, present and, um, not rage at them. (laughs) So having a dad who, and having a dad who disowned me, you know, different times and stuff like that, um, you, I completely lost my train of thought, um, I've found that, oh, that's what it was, I've found that, um, I kind of kept a store of, of men nearby, from, just, for my needs, I needed, needed somebody, just call, and, uh, didn't need them too much, didn't need them to be around all the time and just need them in that moment, and then I can put them away. And uh, I frown upon it I frowned upon this when it comes to women with men, because you know we we do. It's like ugh, you just like totally playing her and like not even don't even give a shit about her. And la da 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 da. And it's not okay when men that because it's really stupid really MHR. But yeah, I was fucking doing it, and um, I did it with Colby too. Oh, not names, not names. Whatever, just first names only. Um, but it was more with him. It was friendship, you know. There was friendship there that I didn't have with many, any, many other people. but man, I was guilty of that for sure, and I under- I get it, I get why people do that, I get why people do that, I didn't even know I was doing it, I didn't even know I was doing it until recently, anyway, so yeah, um, two fond tales, I'm in love, um, I'm in love with someone who is awesome, who I have been in love with for a long time. believe would uh, yeah. not come around but finally accepted he would not be coming around and as soon as I fully accepted that or uh, well, I won't say I fully accepted it because I was still every time I would see him I would kind of poke that poke that little bubble or whatever I'd be like poke poke what do you think? most recent thing I did. What do you think about? What do you think about the fact that I just, like, adore you, and find you attractive, and every time you're around, I just come on to you? Like, what do you think about that? What do you think about that, huh? 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 Anyway, thanks for tuning in to this edition of Two Fawn Tales. Let's keep it more regular. Um, you know, twice a year is just not acceptable. Um, what I would like, you know, to do is uh, bring in people to talk about their relationship stories. I uh, hope to hear from you. If you have any interesting ones, tidbits, send me a message to let me know and maybe we can chat about it. Um, Alright, I'm going to be signing off now and I hope you all have a wonderful day, evening, whatever it may be.